bucket noises every start of bucket. Boom, boom, boom. Episode, boom, boom. here we fucking go. Boom, Election 2020. Boom, boom. 2020, <laughs> baby. Um, What's all right. going on? Yeah, fuck. That's going to get weirder every time. I know, every time. We have to start bringing small, like, intro. (laughs) I'll have a triangle for the next one. All right, bro, if you can bring... Bring I'll bring the washing, you know, the washing board. I was going to say, if you can bring a glockenspiel, that would be um, fantastic. I'll bring a full-size organ, like a a church organ. Oh, yes. That's one thing. Like, I've always wanted to, because my mum was a uh, pianist. Um, and I've always, like, we used to have an organ like years ago. And that's yeah. there's something about an organ that is just fucking like. It holds a bit of epicness to it. Yeah. I've like, always wanted to, like, yeah, like, if I could just be producing music, making some hectic fucking organ, like, <laughs> Melbourne bounce <laughs> is what is ne- necessary. So if there's any DJs out there listening, you want to make some organ fucking Melbourne donate, bounce for me? If you want to donate an organ, a send it to number organ. 22. Yeah. <laughs> a kidney or a piano with two levels. Um, um, it's fucking amazing. My, my grandma's actually got an organ. It was funny. Like, we were there. Me and my brother were there semi-recently. And, like, I was just like, oh, fuck, let's go play the organ, right? So we went in there and we fucking dusted it off and we took all the, the ornaments off because, obviously, she doesn't fucking play it. She's, like, 83. Um, we take all this shit off and we plug it in and, like, I start playing and it's just, like, <laughs> like, blaringly loud. Like, I'm I'm, I'm sitting there, like, playing this thing and she's got her fucking hearing aid in, probably getting blasted. And my mum came up the driveway, like, she was like, I'd been at work and then she was coming up. And she was like, is that you playing the goddamn organ, Ryan? She's like, you got to understand that grandma's hearing aid is like there to make the smaller sounds sound louder. I was like, yeah, I understand, but fucking hell, listen to these beats. Yeah, like, come yeah on. that's right. Let me fucking... <laughs> Let me drop some fresh tracks. And like, yeah, she was just laughing because it was just like you could. It was like rattling the walls and shit because it was like a like a proper organ. Wow. Like, yeah, it's killer. I did, um, it's killer. I did music taking the year twelve because I wasn't a good enough drummer to do a a, a drum solo performance. Mm. Um, and there was already too many drummers. But in my like my year twelve like piece, like my full length thing that I had to do, I fucking threw an organ solo in there. Fuck. Like I found some random fucking garage band thing and then just like fucked with the That's the little sick. sample. So, like, in the middle of this, like, acoustic, like, fucking song that I wrote that has, like, a key change and fucking whatever else, yeah. all of a sudden it just drops down to this, like, fucking bleep, bleep, did a bleep, 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 like, in this dope. organ solo. I'll find it. Yeah. I've still got the piece of music on my home computer. I'll if you fucking can find, find it, it one day. If you can find it, we'll set it as the, the break music. Yes, the organ yes. solo. Yeah, all right, I'll find it and send it fucking to you. Fucking find it. Uh, big episode tonight, brother. Massive, massive. Fucking, we've been very excited for this one. It was going to be last week, but then Rude's finally fucking... Was Made week himself before, available. It? No, it was just going to be last oh, okay. week. And then last minute, Rudes um, fucking pulled a swift. Oh, yep. All right, I'll rock up because he's be a fucking there. princess. Um, so, and perfectly because we want to talk about Mate. obviously the, the election. We, we were wanting to do one right before the election. Um, we, wanted, we wanted to sway some votes. We wanted to sway <laughs> some fucking votes. For the for the for 15 those. Americans that listen to us right now. We yeah. actually get quite a few. You, like, I keep going Yeah, there is, man. There yeah, is, like, yeah. US, we've actually got a fair bit of um, following in the US now, yeah, which is Shout so out sh- to all our American yeah, buds. So, yeah. Hit us, like, if you, if, you, um, if you are listening to this from the US or anywhere in the world, that's not Australia, not that we're knocking our Australian followers, but the most of the people that contact us are our friends of friends yeah, or whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear from an international listener, someone who has picked this up and now has listened to one or two episodes or maybe just found this one because it's got fucking Biden broadly in the title. Yeah. Um, hit us up. We're, we're interested to know how this how this resonates in, in another part of the world. We, As we said, that that original um, mindset management one that, that popped off, we had like 
three hundred fucking listeners in Spain, dude. Like, yeah, it was almost um, like a little Spanish community. Got yeah, around just it. got around it, huddled yeah. around their fucking radio. I don't know <laughs> around their radio, um, huddled, huddled around their fucking what are those real old like TV screens that are tiny with the little the dials and yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to we'd love to to hear from you. So this this week, yeah. So I'm glad it got delayed because so much shit. Yeah, has come out in the last week. And I think what I wanted to start with tonight was uh, obviously in a few of our previous episodes um, and just in general, we talked about this whole move of Joe Rogan to Spotify. Yeah. And obviously we've, we bring up censorship. We're going to keep talking about censorship probably well, every it's fucking- it's such a big fucking part of every, all of this, bro. So when, when the first, when the deal came out months ago, right, when we found out he was going to Spotify- Originally, there was positive thoughts that he was moving to YouTube. Uh, sorry, from YouTube to Spotify because of how much YouTube was getting caught up in in the censorship of conservative voices and yeah. people that were, you know, uh, basically spitting truths. Essentially, I think the general consensus um, was because YouTube's owned by Google. Yeah, they wanted to decentralize from that. Yeah, which is fair enough because even like X twenty two and Red Pill and you know SUT Report and all these other praying men, they all just got. Completely scrapped yep. from YouTube. Yeah. So that was the first thought and we were positive about that. Then when he moved to Spotify, everyone kind of felt the opposite to begin with because he didn't bring his Alex Jones episodes yep. across. There was heaps of these, you know, right-wing conservative voices episodes that seemed to be missing and all of a sudden people were starting to worry that he'd fucking sold out for the 100 mil. Well, weren't the Spotify um, employees like chucking a hissy fit about – even the ones that did make it on there still. Yeah, I think they were like, hold a minute, Joe's a fucking misogynist. He's a fucking transphobe or what? Like, just fucking slap a label on the cunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, they were just throwing around these fucking labels, like left, right, and center. But like, I think, think what you're gonna say is what I'm about to say. I'm so fucking glad that today, Alex Jones and Tim Dillon have come on. Yeah, yeah, it's, because. Um, and it was such a refreshing thing to hear Joe just going hard on that stuff because that's not like, you know, as a massive UFC fan, I've liked Joe Rogan as a UFC commentator for years before he even started a podcast. Yeah. I think he's just got a great voice. I think he's got a great way of describing things. I think he's very highly intelligent. Yeah, um, I think he's funny. I've liked his stand-up over the years. So the podcast has probably not even been my favourite medium of his necessarily. And it's been, for me, frustrating at times because – when I've gotten on the Joe Rogan bandwagon, it's probably more when he's kind of been that devil's advocate voice, which is so necessary, but he's yeah. been more of that than he has been hard in those, you know, in the trenches of the conspiratorium. He we'll went say. fairly hard today. But that's that was what was so good. I haven't mm. even I've only gotten through like half an hour of it and I'm fucking just oh, really? a boner the whole way here. Bro, he he goes hard. Um mm. but so that's good. In the so the reason I wanted to bring that up because, like you've just said, the censorship on the other side of the scale is running fucking rife at the moment. Yep. So we've had, um, obviously everyone knows my Facebook got deplatformed. We know one of our videos got censored. And we then recently, as about a week ago, right when this Biden laptop thing, which we're about yeah. to get really hard into, soon as that dropped, uh, we had probably 10 plus of the most prominent uh, citizen journalist YouTube pages. We're talking... Hunt, uh, millions of millions. subscribers between yeah. them. We're talking millions of videos even between them, or maybe not, but we're talking hundreds of oh, thousands, yeah. at least 500K Lots videos of, yeah. between all of the pages collectively yeah. uh, were just completely deplatformed. Um, so, but even all of that, right, and this is where we, this censorship thing is and, and why we want to talk about all this Biden stuff in, in a fair bit of depth today because 
we've just witnessed, if anyone's not aware of this, uh, probably the biggest, most intense censorship that we may ever see, right? So uh, we talked about mind deplatforming. We talked about, uh, you know, our video getting banned. We talk about shadow banning where they'll block conservative voices. We'll talk about the fact that they just purged all of these prominent citizen journalist um, uh, YouTube accounts. But the most insane thing that just happened, which they talk about with Alex Jones uh, and that on the the podcast was when this uh, Biden's son, Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, you know, being in the possession of Rudy Giuliani, when he first released the statement or or interview or whatever about him having possession of it and the kind of things that were on it, Twitter and Facebook started banning and deleting the posts of people sharing the article about that from the New York Post, yep. which people will say, you know, is not the everyone's absolute favorite news article place, uh, like, you know, news source, but yeah. it is a legitimized America's oldest. Yeah, literally. It's, it is, you know, no different than our advertiser Australian, whatever. It is a, no is different it a, is to Channel 9, Channel 7. Yeah, it's, it, it's fucking. It is a mainstream news source. And to the point that, uh, oh, forget her name, but the but Trump's. Kaylee something. Uh, yeah, yeah the, his press yeah. secretary had her Twitter uh, deactivated for yep. sharing a New York Post article about that. That is one of the most intense, if not the most intense, book-burning level censorship that you will ever hear of, right? Because that's not just a, a, a random Alex Jones-type conspiracy theorist who has been known to get things wrong and now he's saying this thing and it's not verified yet or whatever – but removing a press secretary, so a sworn in, you know, uh, a proper member of the Trump administration, yeah. sharing a legitimized thing. And then the article that they censored ends up being real. The laptop is real. The, the contents of the laptop are real. We're going to get yeah. into that shortly. Yeah. That to me is both scary and yet so amazing because like I said to you before we, we got on air tonight, um, that has woken up people as much as the shit that we're about to talk about with this laptop because yeah. no one's ever witnessed censorship like that. Because We've like, been- like anything, well, like, we're like fucking little kids in, on the playground. Like when you can't see something, when you can't do something, when your parents are like, yo, I don't want you doing this, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking actively fucking hunt it down and do it. Mm-hmm. So what's happened is Google, I'm just going to say Google, well, big tech, I say big tech. Yeah. But like it's mainly Google, let's be real. Right, they're, they're, they're censoring all this stuff and it's become blatantly obvious that they're, they're not bipartisan. They're crony establishment, deep state, fucking Illuminati, whatever you want to label them, right? We're just going to call it deep state. It's quite obvious that they're on the team of Biden because if this was uh, fucking Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump or any of these, any of Trump's kids where even a fucking sniff of this kind of information was was brought about be you would not stop you wouldn't you would not stop fucking hearing about it yep. on every news channel around the world for the next fucking seven. five weeks bro yeah but right the fact that the election well and thereafter even well. afterwards you still see yep. i saw i saw a thing um on the on tim paul's channel he did a bit of a, a thing on it where they were, they were, it showed you all the the main msnbc cnn uh, all these different channels, right? And it showed you how much percentage of time they've given to this story, right? Three of them, including CNN, had given a fat 0% of time to this story, right? And then the other ones were like no higher than fucking 15 to 30% of, of – Fox News, I think, was the one who gave the most. Yeah, yeah. And and it just makes you think when when you've got 
the fucking, well, the current favourite, I guess you want to call it, for winning the fucking 2020 election. When you've got his son, uh, all this stuff coming out about his son, which we will get into more, uh, when it's all coming out, why is it getting censored? And it, and, it, and it starts to become quite clear that there is a machine working behind him. And then you've got to wonder what is it that they are, what were like, I mean, we already know why they want these people back in power because they're the ones that are going to do the things that they want. But yeah. it, you have to wonder when if they're willing to show their hand to that level, to show you the depth of the corruption in these mainstream big tech organisations, it must be something hectic. Because otherwise, why not just let Biden drown? So this is the thing, yeah, exactly right? right? You know, it, it, that's the big ticket for me is that if I was one of these companies, right, and I understand l the lobbyist mentality, right, you pay off a, a, a candidate and then, you know, you're, you know, that – you're in the pocket of that candidate. You're in the ear of that candidate. You can shape the way some things are happening. So, but when that something comes out, like the, the just a, a general lobbyist type scenario where you decide to put your money behind someone, if they turn out to be a fucking piece of shit, you pull your backing and you go, yep, that yeah, was exactly my bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when these tech giants and, and that are doubling down and, and literally pretty much sinking their own ship to try and cover stuff up, what is what like skeletons are in the closet of all That's of these it, people? Man. It's the same as the um when you watch the CNNs and stuff like that, and you watch these like the veins popping out of the head of these uh, reporters who are just regurgitating the same fucking rhetoric that they have been for the last four years since yeah. Trump was elected. It's just flat out fucking orange man bad, and it's and like I think they've even they've even classified it now as like I think it's like Trump derangement syndrome. Like it's actually become. A, a psychological problem. Yeah. I, I, just, just before you, you got here, I was watching um, a video by uh, Stephen Crowder. Do you know yep. Stephen Crowder? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I watch his shit fairly often. He, it's it's really it's really good. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a. He's was, the um for anyone. He's the uh, that the meme that always goes around with the whole like change my uh, mind. Change my mind. That's yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, he does the change my mind segment, which is fucking. Excellent. I don't always necessarily agree with all his points because he's very conservative. Yeah. And like I'm a bit more like, I guess you'd say like a liberal, like libertarian yeah. kind of like, I believe that a lot of things should be a lot more fair and not yeah. so corporate. But anyway, I was watching uh, a thing just today about all these people's reactions to um, Amy Comey Barrett being confirmed into the uh, Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And these these fucking people were losing their mind. They were They were like crying on TikToks and shit. Like, you know, saying like, oh, fucking Trump's going to destroy the world and all this shit. And like, there was even, I was actually at work and there was even a client, I was in the elevator and, and um, a dude was talking to this client of mine and he was like, man, if Trump if Trump wins, like that's, that's it. The, the world's going to end. The world's going to end. This is what I don't it's understand just, is that yeah. he's been in power for four years and we've seen more peace deals and treaties and less yeah. war than what we've seen since... Fucking God knows when. Well, at least since nine eleven. Yeah, dude. Um, like, well, like, well, they haven't started a new war. First of all, yeah. So that's that, the that's first one time big that ass fucking happened. green tick. Um, he's brought more troops home. Yeah, and you, you were he just ended, talking about he, it before we um before we started tonight about the Sudan. Uh, yep. thing about peace those flights Sudan. going directly from where did you? What was that? So again? so yeah. So the most recent one is he did a peace a peace deal with Sudan, and um. Yeah, and then before that, he did one which was, uh, I think it was a pe he uh, brokered a peace deal between the SAE, no, the UAE and uh, Israel. And then someone was saying recently they actually saw flights from somewhere in the Middle East. Uh, I can't remember where, where exactly it was. 
uh, might have been Qatar. So like a, fl- yeah. a flight direct from Qatar to Tel Aviv. Yeah. And that's that's never happened before. That's like unprecedented. Yeah. Because they're all the Middle Eastern countries, they don't rec- – they, well, they didn't recognize Israel was a real country. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't fly there. Yeah. Like – and just the fact that all these bits and pieces, even if you, like, I'm not sitting here saying fucking Trump's excellent, Trump's great. He's got flaws and he's got defects and he, he says things that he shouldn't say. But what I'm saying is if you objectively look at it, you, you can compare him to Obama, you can compare him to fucking any of these deep state candidates, Bill Clinton, George Bush. Like, they perpetuated war, fear and death, right? He has done the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. He wants so, to bring industry back to America. He wants yeah. to, um, you know, be there for the American people. He's cut the drug prices, which is why Big Pharma are fucking barking at him now. He's lower taxes. Um, yeah. Well, look at um, 50 Cent coming out and saying, if I was under Biden's new tax plan, I would be 20 cent. Um, yeah, and legit. Said, you know, it was 62. Yeah. 62% for people earning over $400,000 a year. I don't know. For, for people are like, oh, $400,000, that's a lot of money, man. Yeah. But what I'm saying is... But people, like, if you're fucking, if you've worked hard enough to to grind to the point where you're making half a million dollars a year, you don't deserve 62% of it being taken away. Yeah, that's exactly Like, that's right. just fucking, like, ludicrous, man. Mm-hmm. And what 50 Cent was essentially saying is, like, where he lives, which I think is, like, the along the East Coast there somewhere, like, Jersey, New York kind of thing. He was saying that, that, that they planned to raise it to, you know, above 60%. California was going to do it to above 60%. And um, with what uh, Joe Biden has said is, like, his, he was going to uh, remove Trump's tax cuts. And um, uh, fact, what's, like, factually, like, objectively factually, the, the, the middle-class American is 5000 dollars better off since Trump's been in presidency yeah. because of these tax cuts. Yeah. And $5,000 a year, man, that's nothing to fucking scoff at. No, well, that's right. I mean, look at our, the one that, you know, even though our government is completely fucked, but look at the tax cut that they did just implement for us. Like where for so you know, two or three years ago, yeah. I was getting like seven, $800 back. Now I'm getting two grand because of that, yeah. that thing. That makes a huge difference. Like fucking knowing that you, you're going to get around that, you know, my salary has increased somewhat, so it changes slightly, but it's around that, I know I'm going to get a decent chunk back exactly around right. that time. makes a huge difference. It man. does, man. You know, it you really can sort does. of plan for like, all right, yeah, I've got to do that massive car service, get my tax back, bang, then yeah. oh, I want to finally go on a holiday or I need to put this money away, whatever it may be. So those things do make them. So a five grand extra a year in your yeah. pocket um, is a big fucking deal. Um, so again, there's just so much evidence for, and this is the thing. Um, my mate the other day was like, oh, I just fucking hate him. And I asked him, I'm like, why? And he couldn't really give me a clear answer. Yeah, they don't That's know exactly why. what it is. You've just been, when the, when for four years you've now had every fucking mainstream corporation and every Hollywood fucking person and every song and whatever else has now been about fucking anti Trump. Um, it, it, the brainwashing works. We know it, it fucking does. It does, bro. Um, fucking oath it does. Because we have believed so much other shit that's ended up fucking not being true because of that exact reason, because the fucking oblong box in the corner of the room told us that's what the fucking case was. So yeah. um, it's just still good to see, though, that we are having these conversations more and more and that more people are waking up and that this censorship thing is, is, is as I said, as powerful as the shit we're about to start talking about because people are going, hold on a fucking second. If you've got a tech giant, which is supposed to be impartial, um, you know, they're supposed to be against hate speech and things like that, but they're supposed to be against that on both sides. Well, that's right? the whole fucking section um, 230, bro. Yeah. 
Like that's the whole thing is like they need to be impartial because they're not a news outlet, they're a platform. Yeah. And if they want to get the benefits of being a platform and not being liable for what's being said on their platform, they need to adhere to the platform rules. Mm-hmm. And if they, but if they want to start fucking censoring, well then they become a news outlet. And then yep. they need to be they need to be responsible and accountable for what is being said on their thing. Yep. And then they can that opens them up to being sued. Yeah. So like they they, they uh, you know what's going to happen, man? Trump's going to get re-elected in fucking uh, next week, right? And he's going to, like, in the next four years, he's going to fucking get that section 230. Yeah. And he's going to put a big fat red line through it. And then all of these channels, all these X-22s, all these fucking, you know, channels and all these people are going to be like, all right, class action lawsuit. Yeah. And we will see the, we will literally see the downfall of, like, Facebook and Google as we know it. As well, we look, know it's it. They're happening with, but- um, with this, the, the rise of Gab is insane. The, the, Gab's the really cool, Gab. man. It's, it's quite cool. It's highly functional. It's going to be awesome once they're able to get a fucking app in the app I've store. I've got an app, bro. Um, oh, you found one that yeah, does work. I'll, I'll show you real quick. You can see, I can literally see it on my home screen there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I was able to save it like an app on my home screen, but I, I didn't actually find an app in the app store. So you found one in the app store. No, so you, I, when, um, I think it was like yesterday, the day before, I said to you, yo, Gab's really slow. Gab's really slow. Um, in the top right-hand corner of the browser there, there was like a little, like a, little arrow with like, it says like a down arrow. So I just pressed it being curious and shit. And it said, do you want to add, um, do you want to add Gap, uh, Gab as an app? And I was like, sure. And then yeah, it whacked yeah, it onto my phone. That's what I've done with mine as well. So yeah. it, it does actually function as an app. So I think I just did it a roundabout way. Yeah, okay. Um, but they, cause they're not, you can't go into Google Play and go yeah. Gab. They won't allow it because they're yeah. fucking trying to stop fucking free speech. Anything that's for the benefit of free speech. That's it, man. Um, but like that group, when I got into it, it had less than 10,000. When uh, I got to it, it had 17,000. Now it's up to 30. 30. And that's yeah. just because of this, this censorship wave and these big voices like Neon yeah. and Red Pill uh, and X-22 who all have started pages there as well or had one, but now they're using it more yeah. because they were taken off the mainstream platforms. Um, you're going to see a lot of these. Well, the Gab's just released Gab TV. And okay. that's where a lot of these big Biden videos have ended up being released into for their first thing is onto Gab TV, yeah. Um, which they're trying to create a, a a YouTube replacement. And you will watch how when everyone finally gets up in arms about this censorship, how a platform like that will just fucking skyrocket. Fucking over um, Like it already is happening yeah. to a certain degree because people want like, and, and this is what we've talked about before, like you have to like whilst yes there are certain you know levels of hate speech or whatever which you have to be mindful of trying to trying to but you need to have everything like you need to be able to have the complete extreme left the complete extreme right the complete extreme up and down right because, because that's what only then like. that allows you to go oh, okay here's the middle ground right that's what is whatever um or yes i find myself closer to this end or i yeah. find myself closer to it that end whatever you to it form is your own opinion based on the information when you have a certain group of people censoring a certain bunch of information, it creates that – they obviously do in this on purpose, but it creates that echo chamber. Yeah. So where it's just like, oh, okay, so CNN's not talking about Biden's laptop. Oh, MSNBC's not talking about – it must not be true. Well, if you, that's it, the thing. Right now, You and I've started using um, DuckDuckGo, and it's yeah, amazing yeah. the difference, right? Because yeah, like, I – um, you know, you just have Google Chrome on your phone. You just oh, I have it run it for my fucking work computer. I run it at home. And I'm like, hold yeah. on a second. So um, the cool thing is in Google Chrome, you can set DuckDuckGo as your search engine. Yeah. So for anyone who's like, you know, a little bit conspiracy minded, 
go in and, and either download DuckDuckGo on your phone um, or use it as your default browser in Google and then start searching some of the things we talk about and watch how much you actually get results yep. that are relevant to what yep. we're talking about. And then flick it back and do the same thing. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that when, you know, even people who are taught to, uh, you know, look at a few things, but if you search whatever it is, let's say the laptop and the first five articles that come up are fucking CNN or whatever else. Well, you're, you're not wrong to assume that when of you look not. at five articles telling you that something's fake and Snopes is up there who was another fucking controlled fact yep. checker um, and they're all telling you that this thing's a load of shit or anything's a load of shit, 9-11, fucking whatever it is. Um, you, you're not wrong to look at that and go, all right, yeah, I've done a bit of research and I, know that, that I pretty much have got my opinion. That's the scary part of this. And like we've talked about before is that the, when you've got these impressionable, you know, these young teenagers who are the kids that are spending innate amounts of time on their oh, phone. Yeah. They live their lives on it, bro. All they're seeing when they scroll is just anti-fucking-Trump rhetoric yep. or anti-this yep. or anti-Russia, Russia this. Yeah. Why wouldn't they fucking believe that that's exactly what's going on? Why wouldn't they, yep. they be the ones that turn 18 and go and vote for fucking Biden because yep. all they've been fed for four years is how much orange man bad? Yeah. And that's what's scary. That's the thing that we need to be so aware of and and – open to because it's been happening already. Oh, fucking and this has. big bit of censorship that we've just talked about where you've got a, a massive tech giant censoring a the oldest publication in US history. No, it's obvious. Uh, it? That is we've never been seen before. That no. is book burning of the highest order. Yeah. Um, so let's get fucking stuck in. I was let's just about get... to say, I think now I think now we, we've given a good, good pretext, right? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. So basically the whole story for, for anyone that doesn't know, which is – Fair enough if you don't because no one's fucking talking about it unless you look for it. Um, what's happened is – so Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's son, right? And Hunter Biden had taken in – I think it was three laptops in to get repaired. He must have fucking spilled water on it or whatever. Anyway, in uh, – uh, I think it was like late last year, I think they said it was. Yeah, yeah it was a while he, went, he went in and he took these laptops to a laptop repair, pl- repair place. He, he, he uh, got his laptops fixed and the laptop people were ringing him trying to go, hey, your, your laptop's ready, come get it. Your laptop's ready, come get it. Mm-hmm. They've, they, supposedly they tried for like months and months and yeah. months, right? Yeah. Um, and then what's happened is the owner has gone, he's not coming in. And I think, I think what the deal is, is like if they can't get in contact with someone, they hold it for X amount of time, then they sell it. Yeah, wipe it right. and sell it. They wipe it and sell it. So what they've what this what's that, what this guy's done is he's opened this lap, Hunter Biden's laptop up, and he's found all this shit, all this evidence of like if, we, if, we, if we'll put a broad like an idea out and then we'll dive into it. All this evidence of collusion with uh, a Ukrainian company called Burisma Holdings. So I just want to jump in there for a second and and go back to the fact that there has been a conspiracy theory yeah. about this whole. Biden getting paid off in the Ukraine for years. This yeah. whole Burisma Holdings things hasn't just come out as a result of this laptop. It's been confirmed seemingly as a result of this laptop mm. and the emails and everything that have been found. But we've been talking, the the and, it, and again, it's not getting any mainstream coverage really, but this whole, um, you know, basically Biden being on the board of a, of a Ukrainian uh, like energy, whatever it is, company, um, and both him and his dad benefiting out of doing it while... Yeah. Biden's already been in politics and the whole thing has got fucking shady, you know, foreign um, stuff written all over it. Well, what it was was essentially they took Air Force Two to wherever China or whatever or they were to Ukraine, wherever they went, right? They took Air Force Two, they went over and 
so they, you know, like typical political power play, uh, Biden being the vice president had power, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Hunter had played off of that going, hey, look, you want something done. My dad's the fucking vice president of the United States of America, right? So what's happened now, I'm going to try and frame this correctly. What's happened is he has gone to this Ukrainian place. There was a politician who launched an investigation into Burisma. Yeah. And then what's happened is Joe Biden's called up the Ukraine president or whatever saying, you need to fire this guy. The prosecutor. The prosecutor. You need to fire the prosecutor who's looking into the Burisma holdings or we will withhold a billion dollars in foreign aid to the Ukraine. Yeah. And what do you know? The guy Bang, gets fired. The guy gets fired. So it obviously go. It, it will obviously go a lot deeper than that. But I think that's the general balloon overview. And of that like, was the big. That was the thing that's been around for years, right? So, and then when this laptops come out, you've then started seeing emails between these foreign Ukrainian agents um, and Hunter being like, "It was great hanging out with you and your dad. Want to organize another meeting? Like all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just absolute." And what's crazy is that that should be fucking wall-to-wall-to-wall-to-wall nonstop coverage. Because look at the fact that it was a phone call, and this is where it gets interesting. Trump's phone call to the Ukrainian president is what he got impeached over. Yeah, exactly right. So you're talking about something that did get wall-to-wall coverage, a phone call. So they basically did that whole projection thing where they're like, we're going to paint Trump with the brush that we've done so that then it's weird when you'll then end up finding out that it was us that was doing, you know what I mean? Like they do they, it all the fucking time. Yeah. They project what they do onto Trump or onto the White Hats and you can yep. see it, man. Yeah. You can fucking see it. Like, so so it's crazy to think that a phone call to the Ukraine from the president uh, caused him to almost, well, you know, to have an impeachment where it was only really lucky that there was more people in the Senate on that were Republicans yeah. because, and that, not too many Republicans fucking turned on him in the vote because a few of them did. Yeah. Um, because a few of them are cronies as well, bro. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's right. So, But then yet you've got this, uh, you know, basically the fairly well confirmed rumour that's existed about what happened with Burisma like the, and that, that, that person got fired that gets no coverage. Then you have these emails that come out that pretty much confirm that and that's only one piece of the laptop puzzle which yep. we're about to talk further about and yet it's getting nothing and, and in even fact it's getting censored to the level that we just discussed. Like again, what fucking more? Like how many more skeletons are in the closet? So the other big thing is obviously and what's crazy is that so the, the guy with the laptop gave it to the FBI quite some time ago and directed the Ray, whoever he is, the director, has yep. done nothing with it. Apparently he hid it from Trump, it seems, because yeah. the, the, until Rudy Giuliani had it, there's been no talk of it really at all. And which is what's now kind of, you know, like I've seen very recently, as in like yesterday, the day before, Trump's gone, when I get re-elected, he's that confident. He's like, when I get re-elected, I'm firing the head of the FBI and I'm firing the head of the CIA. Yeah. Because if you got to think about it like this, if you're the fucking United States of America, right, and this kind of shit is going on, and you've got you put your trust, well, you're supposed to be able to put your trust in the in the, the director of the FBI and the director and the, of the yeah, CIA, intelligence agency, and yeah. they're hiding this shit from you. So, and that's censorship again. You know, yeah, you're thinking about is. the fact that you've got these, um, you know, governmental agencies that are supposed to be there to protect from this kind of stuff, and they're basically keeping it from the president because they know the shitstorm that's going to unfold and how many former FBI and former CIA, your Clappers, your Brennans, your your Comeys, all of these people that it's going to implicate when shit hits the fan. 
um, because this goes, you know, this whole Russia collusion thing looks way different when you find out that it was them colluding with fucking Russia yeah. over this shit or, or burying information about Russia collusion when, again, they've just projected that on our sitting president yeah. um, to try and bury the story. Uh, it's, yeah, shit's going to fucking well and truly hit the fan. And it really should be already. I mean, it is to a certain degree. Yeah. But, but there's it, still going to be a lot of people listening to this that would have no fucking idea that exactly this is even right. going on. Either that or they're going to be like, look, this is this this is important. Obviously, you can tell in our fucking the tones of our voices that we're riled up about this. I think we're mainly riled up about it because we fucking have known all these different bits and pieces of this puzzle. And now finally we're getting, I feel like finally... The, the we're getting the truthers, the citizen journalists are getting some kind of like vindication. Um, yeah, vindication, you know, some kind of like retribution. Like, and I was saying to Lizzie actually recently, I was like, this is this election coming up, this is not about Biden versus Trump. This is not about me liking Trump as a human being and want to fucking be his mate. This is about me and you and a lot of other people seeing what's happening in the world, right? And, and understanding that that what's on Hunter Biden's laptop directly ties to what we talked about a couple episodes ago on the second conspiratorium about Pizzagate. Yeah. It directly ties. Yeah, and that's where we want to get into with this next. But should we have a quick break? And then I think come we back should. And get stuck into the a little bit of a cliffhanger there from the break. Let's do um, it. Come back and talk about what else is apparently on the laptop. Mate, right well, now. you know, I've seen videos, so it's not like, you know, it's not apparently, it, it is. But apparently that's on, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back. We'll right. come back. Break. Zone. I don't want to oh, break stride. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Oh no, I got to keep on moving. And we're back. We are back. We're we're back. Not, not that you're gonna know, but this is probably one of our shortest breaks in the history. I think we said, I think we said that last time, didn't we? You probably, but yeah. the last time it got intense, but we've done it again. I think we've, we've broken the break record. We literally stood up, right? I poured some fucking cranberry juice. We started talking more about China. And then we're like, let's get we're like, fucking stuck in, bro, let's, let's just, just do it. That's how you know like, it, when it's you're in there. Like, you don't want to break that, nah. that stride. You don't want to... Um, so, so, yeah. right, so back to the laptop. So yes. basically, so when before even the leaks that we've got now, which we'll talk about in a second, came out, the first thing that broke was people that came out and said, I've seen the laptop and the shit on there is fucking insanely as heinous as you can imagine. Now, before we even get to that, I'll take you a quick walk down memory lane and I posted an article in our little pre-show notes as well and you know about this, the Anthony Weiner laptop, yeah. which is still in the possession somewhere of the fucking FBI. Yeah, well, um, we did talk about that on the Pizzagate Conspiratorium yeah. actually. So obviously, you know, we know that he, the reason that he got arrested was because he was um, sexting and sending dick pics to underage girls. And the crazy thing about that laptop is, now there's rumors again about that one containing some of the most heinous shit, which we kind of touched on. Yeah. But nine out of the 12 people that have ever seen that laptop are all dead, which is crazy. Again, something that sh everyone should be aware of. Yeah. That when you've got nine out of the 12 investigators, prosecutors, whatever, involved in the investigation into a laptop and they're all dead, and now the investigation is kind of in limbo, but we know that it got released that the, you know, that basically the charges are crimes against children and that, uh, 
involvement with the Hillary, uh, the Clinton Foundation and whatever yeah. else is what is still being investigated around that laptop and nine out of the 12 prosecutors are dead. This whole laptop fucking thing, man. And this is the, the crazy thing I've seen it, someone talk about before. Like it's both like the age of information has both been such a uh, incredible turning point for human beings to be able to, you know, end up finding the truths about things. Yep. Because yep. it's not just the spoken word between two, you know, high ranking whatever in a place that's couldn't have recording information or or couldn't have a fucking microphone or or didn't have a laptop or didn't have emails. Like they have dug themselves such holes by the fact that all of these things are recorded in multiple locations or Mate, someone's see, kept the them on their fucking laptop and hasn't wiped it and then it ends up in the hands of someone. And you know what I think? You know what I think? I think that the White Hats have gained control of the NSA a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Right? And even if Hunter Biden didn't go in and drop this laptop off to this fucking repairman and this is how it leaked, mate, for all we know, that they could have had this, right? And they were like, yep, now's the time to do it. We're going to make up this story about this whole laptop thing yep. and just say this is what it is because they run the NSA and everything we have a text. The text between you and me that we're talking about tonight's show that they've got. Yeah. The text that you just sent to your mate saying, listen to this episode that you just sent the listener now, they've got. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they, 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 they made this to control us, but now it's turned around and fucked him in the ass. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And so the, the crazy thing about this is that a lot of these leaks, which what we've seen so far is basically just a lot of solid information to confirm that um, uh, it is the, la the laptop and the hard drive that is now in the possession of seemingly multiple uh, people is real. And another thing that confirmed it, and I can't think of his name right now, but a former business associate of Biden, not the one that just did the interview, not Tony Bobolunsky or whatever he is, but someone else who's in jail, they oh. actually uh, went and moved him into another prison. Oh, I heard he something about gave, this. He gave the whoever's like Rudy and that uh, yep. his password for his Gmail. Yeah. And they actually went and cross-checked a lot of the emails they found on this hard drive with this guy to, to legitimize them. And one of the important things is, is that the DOJ and FBI, because the, the spin that they tried to put on it straight away was Russia, Russia disinformation. Yeah. And that's what this whole thing is. But the DOJ and FBI did come straight out and say, this is not, this, this is, is not, legitimate. Yeah, this, this is a is legitimate fucking, hard drive. Yeah. So a lot of the leaks, so, so taking you back, they, they came out initially and they said, we've seen fucking hectic shit on this laptop. There seems to be whispers of it. Being, there's like ancestral shit between him and other members of his family. Yeah. Um, there's even whispers that it's to do with his, obviously he shacked up with his dead brother's wife. Yeah. And apparently there's something to do with his dead brother's his daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, none so of that is obviously going to see us at this stage because anyone, if, if you were to distribute that stuff, then you're implicated. Exactly right, yeah. But what we have seen and what is easily accessible, um, and we've even, if anyone reaches out, I've got a, a Reddit link that where everyone has compiled every link so far. We're talking 20 to 30 releases of him smoking crack. Well, I'm just looking at them. I'm actually just looking at them now and there's like pictures of like him, like, yeah, just like fucking chicks and getting his dick sucked and all this crazy, yep. like smoking crack in bed and shit like that. Yep. Like it's just... Like this, this laptop is as real as it gets because you can fucking follow this. You can follow this website here. Well, it'd be good if we could find a way to actually get this out to people listening. Maybe we'll do a post with this link if it doesn't get fucking censored. Yeah. Um. So, so we can see. But like, there is at least well, what are they up to now? Twenty six. There's at least twenty six different links. 
yeah. on here. Of releases that, that have come out in the last week and a half. Yep. Um, so obviously, yeah, the, the the belief is that this these ones are being released as, an, as proof. So what they've released is emails that uh, look at the, the Ukraine, confirming the Ukraine uh, theory that's existed, that obviously there was pay-to-play type stuff happening over there. Um, there's been emails that basically implicate China. And there's actually a lot of what's weird is that the hard drive seems to be in the possession of a of a Chinese media company. Mm. It's a company called Lude Media, who yeah. Neon Revolt on Gab said everyone go and follow Lude because that's been the source of many of these leaks, more so, than what Rudy Giuliani's even leaked. Yeah, so like we were saying like, while while we're having that break, none of this has even really touched on China that much, has it? No. See, the thing with China is is they're very sneaky. Yeah. They're very sneaky. They're 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 very because the because the because like fundamentally the deep state run and own and have run China for a long time. Yeah, and that like like we were saying, that's the whole the whole manufacturing moving to China was because they didn't control the United States to the level they wanted to. They knew that they needed to shift power to the east because they controlled China because they knew one it had a big population, a hard working population they could manipulate and pay fucking peanuts. So. What, what people have to understand as well is that there's a very big invisible war. We talk about an invisible war between the, you know, us and the deep state, but there is also that, I mean, if anyone remembers, and this is where this whole um, thing, remember the Hong Kong protest that just went away yeah. since Corona hit, which yep. is very interesting. Um, but there is a massive invisible war between the people of China and the China, the CCP, the China yep. Communist Party. Because a lot of people don't want to be under this regime anymore, and the Hong Kong protests were a massive arm of this fight against this 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 communist party. Um, so this media company, Lude Media, seems to be obviously the white hats of the of China, China, yeah, um, trying to play a part in uh, you know obviously overthrowing this this deep state because of how the implications for China for for the human race are, exactly right, yeah. This isn't, and this is the thing is that like. We aren't looking at this from a political landscape. Like no, in terms no. of Amer- as as far as American politics goes, I've only learned about American politics because of the fact that I started looking at 9-11s and yep. MK Ultras and Operation Northwoods and all of these things that have brought me into I had no idea the difference between Democrat and Republican. Oh no, me. Like they used to say me it either. in Family Guy and American Dad, and I had no fucking idea what it meant, yep. right? Um, and it's only because I have realized, you know, looking at the good versus evil war that's been happening behind the scenes of the political landscape for the last fucking forever. Yeah. Um, that I've started to have to get some knowledge around who sits on what side of the spectrum and whatever. And as I said, like uh, George W. Bush was a fucking Republican. Yeah, he was exactly just a Republican right. that was in the pockets of the deep state. Yeah. So it's not even that if you're a Republican, you're good. If you're a Democrat, no, you're no. bad. That this just isn't, happens this isn't to about be left the, and right. No, that just happens to be the landscape to a degree at the moment is that we're seeing a lot more of the evil coming out from, from Democrat elected side. mayors during yeah. coronavirus. Nancy Pelosi. Hillary, all of these people yeah. um, uh, that happen to be on that side and that, you know, Trump just happens to be the Republican and the white yeah. hats are at the moment behind the, the current um, uh, elected president and that body as the best way to try and overthrow this. So well, some more, some more proof of that is like, so when coronavirus hit and they get and they wanted that relief, they wanted that relief fund, right? So Trump was fighting for whatever it was. I didn't look too much into it, right? Mm-hmm. Trump was fighting for this. The Democrats wanted this, all right. Trump was like, no, nah, I want this, and they they eventually, right? Eventually they came they came, they came to a precipice 
And Trump was like, you know what? I'm fucking wasting my time here. I give in. Let's just do the fucking relief package because I need to get this money out to the American people, right? Yep. So he so he gave in to the Democrats' terms, right? Now Nancy Pelosi is refusing to put it through. So what it, what it seems like is she's a Democrat, right? What it seems like is that they are holding back this relief, like this money, because they want the American people to suffer more while Trump's still in power. Yeah, that's exactly they want right. they want poverty, they want fear, they want desperation. The riots, the fucking yeah. Antifa and all of that shit, which has basically been mobilized by your people like George Soros, these paid off agent provocateurs to yeah. go in and incite violence in peaceful protest or act as peaceful protest and you watch the mainstream media, like there's burning buildings behind them. Yeah. The mainstream media is being like mostly peaceful. Um, all of this has been done to try and destabilize the economy yeah. and destabilize the and disenfranchise American people into thinking that it's happening because of uh, their elect their current elected president to try yeah. and sway votes at this time. That's it, man. And that's where this laptop and everything has come at absolute fucking. And I said this to a few people. I said, look, I, I believe that some shit's going to hit the fan right before the election because they need to try and guarantee a win. But if it doesn't happen, and we talked about this today and I've talked about it a few times recently, I'm actually not even concerned. Yeah, like I'm this, be this censorship um, and this shit coming out, like it's only going to be another hurdle for us to, and maybe it'll get a little bit more bloody and, and violent than what we would like to be. Yeah. That we'd like to see a peaceful transition into a fucking, into a world that we can all get behind. Yeah. Um, but... To a fair it's world. not going to happen. No one. No. It's not like Biden wins and everyone just goes back to sleep and we get into more wars Fuck and no. we just no. go right back to where we were in two thousand and two. The, the after genie, 11. the genie is well far out of the bottle, man. Yeah, and that's the problem. Is the deep state? They know that the genie's out of the bottle, right? The, but what's going to happen is if Biden becomes president and they regain power it's going to become the new world order and it will become blatantly obvious to yeah. people because yeah. they will no longer care. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, that's why, we're, that's why we're, we're even talking about this because it's at this point, it's at, it's at this real big fucking top of the hill now where critical mass. Critical mass, mate. There's a lot of people that have already woken up to this like ourselves, like, you know, like in 2012 when I first got an inkling, something's not right. I mean, I've had an inkling something's not right my whole life, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. Even Erica was talking about that the other day. She's like, you know, it's... Weird when I, I now through you know my my woke eyes yeah. fucking hate saying that but yeah. it's just the best way to explain it that yeah. everyone's gonna understand. I look back at the way I actually like semi critically thought about events that have happened over the years and I th felt things were fishy, but I always just and there's a lot of that in everyone. Of course, as I said, there's a lot of people that do think 9/11 was kind of weird, but just don't want to look into everything else or because they're think too busy. That, you know, this whole Russia thing just seemed like a load of shit or yeah. whatever it is. And that the more and more that you give them those seeds of doubt, you sow those seeds of doubt, then all of a sudden, when shit hits the fan, like it might if Biden somehow pulls off a victory, yeah. or if you can tell that they so clearly fucking do something dodgy, people are going to go, hold on a fucking second. Yeah. Um, and it's it's already happening. So what's going to happen is if Biden wins, then it's going to become obvious. And the people that before said, oh, I don't care about this, here's the problem. Well, it's not really a problem, I guess. It's not a problem. But like a lot of people were like, it doesn't affect my day-to-day -day life, so why should I care about it? And here's what I'm going to tell you right now is if Biden and the deep state get back into power, 
it will affect your daily life. Yeah. And you will see it and they will stare in your face and tell you you're stupid and tell you to get on your knees. Yeah. It's just what's going to happen. Because yeah. like now, they, like, like you said, they've already shown their hand. They've already used their cards. The only two options are one, if they win, is to just, just go, all right, we're evil. We control the world. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Or two, they they lose. And that's what I, what I actually wanted to talk about because when um, uh, Alex Jones was saying about this 74 days of fucking chaos. So what's going? So what, what he was saying is if, Biden, if, if Trump wins, they're going to contest the election and say, nah, he was cheating, he was doing this, whatever. They're going to contest it. Right, and they're gonna try and in that seventy-four days where he still has power, they're gonna do like they're gonna fucking flip the table, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're gonna fucking they're not playing the game anymore. They're just gonna fucking flip the table because they know that if he wins and then he and then next fucking the twentieth of January where he regains his second term of power, he they know that's game over. Yeah. So I think what like you know this year has been super tumultuous, but I think we're only now reaching this fucking pinnacle because. Yeah. I mean, if Biden wins, we're all fucked anyway. But if but if Trump wins and he doesn't win convincingly, I mean, if he wins convincingly, there's nothing they can say. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he wins by like 80, 90% of the votes, yeah. then it doesn't matter how many mail-in votings, you're still waiting to yeah. count. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the reason to be so... This is again where talking about what I just said about where the political landscape isn't my focus because taking it right back to the beginning of this episode, right? If you've got tech giants, multi billionaire tech giants that are still in the pocket of the losing party, yeah, right, then the power structure is far, 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 far deeper than just whoever's elected, yeah, right? Yep. And this is, again, where it comes down to this whole skeleton in the closet. I believe, and, and you know, Q has, uh, oh, very interesting, I'll just while I'm thinking of yeah, it, yeah, that on. a guy, that Tony Bubulinski, who did the interview with um, Tucker Carlson, yep, mentioned yep. his Q clearance three times in wow. the interview. Okay, about how he had Q Navy Q clearance back in the day. This Tony Bubulinski guy, I'm not saying his name right, but he was basically a former associate of Biden, who's now whistleblowing on the whole thing. He's, Go and he, check he's out. The, he's the one saying that this laptop is legit. Yeah, yeah, um, and also just exposing way more about how deep the corruption runs. Apparently, yeah. I haven't got to watch the whole interview yet, but I watched a few clips. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. So go and check out the the Tony Bobolinsky article. Uh. Sorry. Interview on Tucker Carlson. Um. But yeah, he references his Q thing. But the reason I wanted to say that is because we talked about Q and one of the other previous conspiratoriums. And again, people are start like it was uh, something that the mainstream media, who we've just talked about how fucking thing they have done everything, everything humanly possible to try and make people that look into this Q shit sound crazy. Yeah, same as the Pizzagate it. shit. Same as anything that they point out as being crazy. You should fucking run in the opposite direction yeah, and look straight 100%, 100%. into it. Hundred um, percent. But a post or or a line that is very common in in the. Th- 4,000-something Q posts is that they never thought she would lose. And yeah. we're seeing the evidence of that, yep. right? These power structures that exist well back behind the, the political landscape of these tech giants that are still doing the dirty work of these people, um, uh, you know, they never thought she would lose. They thought this exactly. power structure that handed over from when, um, you know, Bill Clinton was in power right through until the end of the Obama term where the most damage to, to the American people have been done, they thought that yeah. was just going to fucking slide on in and continue She was the, she was the cherry on the cake, mate, because what, what would have happened if she had won, 
right? If she had won, then it would have literally been this whole Agenda 21 or whatever you want to call it, the New yeah. World Order would have been ushered out yeah, and it was all too late. There was nothing you could do about it. And, and then she would have started a war with China, a proxy war, if yeah. you mind me, because it's not, Iran as well. We, yeah. were, we were very close to war with yeah. Iran. Because you think, because a lot of people think it's, it think it's you know, the US versus China or the US versus Iran or whatever. It's not, it's got nothing to do with the flag, bro. It's, yeah. it's, it's fucking, it's the deep state doing proxy wars. It's like World War Two. You know, yeah. they, they funded both sides. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's... And it's ultimately, it's just about them getting, you know, uh, Rothschild-owned central banks into countries that don't have central yep. banks yep. and occupying parts of that country that uh, benefit them, whether it's gold or oil or, or poppy reserves, yep. whatever it is. That's what we saw... The entire script was with the with 9-11 and the, the the years and decades of war that followed. But the reason I wanted to bring all of that up is because like you were just saying, the 74 days of darkness, them flipping the table, that, you know, people are when people are like, oh, you know, you've got Trump, whatever, but like these power structures run so much deeper than even what he can control. Yep. And that's evidenced by the fact that the tech giants are fucking censoring voices of legitimate uh you know publications yeah. uh for a for a losing fucking battle right now yeah um that means that the links that this whoever is controlling this your george soros is these influential people that yeah, are that are behind fellows. the scenes that people don't understand the links that they would probably be willing you've already seen them Pay pay for riots, right? Yeah, yeah. None legit. of this Antifa shit has been legitimate fucking American people. All you've watched is videos of legitimate American people getting fucking beat down or trying to stop these motherfuckers, yeah. right? You can tell the difference between a paid for fucking rioter. Uh, and, and all of them, you know, you look at these Black Lives Matter fucking protests and most of them some soy boy fucking white dude in a BLM shirt mm, mm. who's clearly just being cashed a check by fucking someone like Soros. So it is a scary proposition about what they will do in that time. But again, yeah. that only serves our purpose in one way. Waking we don't want it up. to go down that way. But if it happens, people are going to wake up and go, well, "Holy well, fuck! This isn't this isn't normal people revolting. This exactly is something right. cataclysmic that has to have originated from from a place of darkness, which isn't what we've been seeing from you know God loving whatever you know yeah. patriots. Well, um, well that, that that that's what like kind of brings it back around to the whole Q thing. I think we mentioned it in that Pizzagate um, episode where we talked about Q, is essentially like the options for the White Hats, the options for the people who are on the side of fucking the free world, right, was either one, to get a candidate, Trump, who could fund his own, fund his own campaign and was well-liked enough to be able to get elected, right? That was the peaceful option, right? So far, they've managed to get away with the most pe peaceful options they can. The second option was bloodshed and, and a coup, like they would have gone in and they would have had to have killed Hillary Clinton, killed everybody in the White House, and fucking and fucking slammed it in our faces. Yeah. Like there, you know what I mean? Like there is no, like they've had to let certain things slide. But like for optics, they've had to be able to let people see. You know, like they've had to let people go. Like, well, hold a minute. This is just supposedly peaceful protest, but it's so easy to turn a protest into a riot. You go there with five of your mates. We could go there, five of our mates dressed in balaclavas to a protest, and we just start throwing bottles around and pushing and people, it, yep, and bang, it turns into it's chaos. A, it's a riot. You know what I mean? Like it's so. For anyone listening to this who didn't listen to the Pizzagate episode and th and hears that buzzword and thinks these guys are fucking off their rocker, or hears us talk about Q and think we're off their rocker, so I want to try and bring a, a fair bit of that full circle. And a, ve a very interesting point, if you want to look at a, a mainstream reference that's just happened, is 
Joe Rogan, who we all know is very devil's advocate, who um, will not say anything unless he he is aware of it, very early in his episode talks about, well, Alex, um, you were the person who brought the whole blackmail, like pedophilia being used to control uh, governmental bodies, agencies, people, like 20, 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. And he references, I think he says Ted Gunderson, who was a yeah, former did, yeah. um, FBI or head of the FBI was, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Alex Jones says that's the person who told me about all of it, told me about how they use these blackmail uh, operations to basically, you know, get people to have sex with kids. Yep. Um, and uh, then use that as the way to control them for the rest of their life. Cause so, Because to, to them, I guess it's like, because uh, like in in that um that podcast of Joe with um Alex, they were talking about the Bohemian Grove as well, and we're not going to go into that. But what they were basically saying is to get into this big club, is because that's what they they kind of treat it as like a yeah. big club, you know. Well, remember just quickly George Carlin, um the the famous um, oh yeah comedian. that stand up yeah, you know, yeah yeah one of the most so famous in, lines. It, it's a big club, and you ain't you're in not it. in it. Yeah yeah and yeah yeah. He yeah. was on FBI watch list for that. He was very yeah. outspoken comedian about this kind of stuff and. Um, you know, they had a very close eye on him in the FBI because they didn't like how many fucking troops he was spitting, yeah. essentially. And what they do is essentially they film each other and they take photos of each other doing compromising things because to get into the club, they they say that if we've got these videos and these photos and all this information of you doing compromising things, i.e. child porn or whatever, then they know that you're not going to leave the club. Yep. Once you're in the club, you're in the club. You yep. know what I mean? So like, if everyone's got a bit of dirt on everyone, then no one's going to risk talk, speaking yep. out. Yeah. The problem is, and that works in a they never thought Hillary was going to lose type scenario yeah. because the vicious cycle just continues. But when you've got someone in power who's actually shining a light on this, and look, as I said, the proof's in the fact that we're all, we're talking about this and whatever else. We're in a very different position than we were four years ago. 100% we um, are. The community that I existed in at that time looking into everything that was going on and when Pizzagate broke and whatever was much, 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 much smaller than what it is oh, today. Oh, league smaller. Um, and, then, and then like even like when I, when I would have started like trying to – you know, research this stuff. It was even smaller again from Pizzagate. Like, yep. and, that, and that was only in 2012 when I started to wake up and research yep. this stuff. And you really had to dig in 2012. Yeah, if you absolutely. wanted to find shit, you really had to dig and you also had to critically think and you had to go and I had to have some things within me that resonated, right? I was like, yeah, okay, that resonates. That makes sense. I can, you know, from based on the perspective that I have on the world and the information that I know now, that resonates. And there's been a lot of times over these years where those things that I believed wholeheartedly were true were proven not true they were proven disinformation they were proven misinformation so the whole thing is we're, we're, we're running off of like semi-intuition unless it's hard proof like this evidence a lot of this stuff is semi-intuition or hearsay or you know don't tell me how i know but someone's gonna die or you know that thing so that that's where a lot of people get caught up in the whole well there's no proof when when you've when you can start to see the bigger picture piece together, it's like the six degrees of separation. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is tied together. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Go on. You uh, yeah. So that's that's the whole thing. Where so now you look at okay, you've got uh, the Anthony Weiner laptop, which uh, has nine out of the twelve people who ever viewed the laptop who are dead. You've got this whole coded email thing which broke around the Pizzagate time. You've got um, Jeffrey Epstein being caught in many different arrests and finally ends up suiciding himself. And you've got Bill Clinton flying to his island 26 times. Proving um, now. You've got Joe Rogan saying to Alex Jones just today, hey, you were the one who told me about these pedophile blackmail things existing for 20 years. Like 
how can you sit there and say that this Pizzagate is a debunked fucking conspiracy? That's what the mainstream media told you. Pizzagate yeah. isn't the right word. The The right term is pedophilia being used as a blackmail tool yep. as well as being obviously something that these fucking sick, perverted fucks like doing um, as yeah. a way to control the world. That's it, man. Um, yeah, that's it. There's nothing more now, to it. Now the latest thing is that obviously there's shit like that that apparently exists on, on this Hunter Biden laptop. We already knew there's videos of fucking Joe Biden sniffing girls' hair and yeah, it's doing being weird, fucking weird shit. Like. Um, there's obviously something to this. Um, and that is what I think is going to really fucking hit the fan and people need to be prepared for this to, to come out in a big fucking way. Yeah. Um, and let's transition into a fucking world where we have judges that actually put these people in fucking jail or hang them from the fucking gallows or something. See, that, that, that's what they're afraid of, man. They're not afraid of judges slamming a hammer and saying, you're going to prison for your life because, you know, you've committed crimes against humanity, like in the case of the Clintons and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and all these people that are behind the some semi behind the curtain, mm -hmm. you know. What they're afraid of is we outnumber them one million to one. They're afraid of getting fucking dragged out of their fucking mansions or fucking hunted down like dogs by a million to one ratio. Yeah. Like it's not even like it's not even a fight they can win. Yeah. So that's why they've had to they've like they, it's had to be like this. And a lot of people just still sit there and they go, it like they, their brains just can't they can, they can't go, nah, there can't be a group of people with power doing this because they just like they can't believe that like they would they would be manipulated like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and it's just in people just got to realize that it, it is. There's no other way to say it. Like like we I was wouldn't be you, in this situation. We and wouldn't as I be said, in this these situation. These people would have just been. They would have been tarred and feathered. Yeah. Right. If they were just evil in a like in a corruption way, like again looking at the whole Ukrainian you know Biden thing or or whatever else, looking at those things, if there wasn't way more to it and um and and heinous shit then why would these media companies be sacrificing yep. themselves, literally throwing themselves into the fire to defend someone unless they were all fucked anyway, right? Um, and that's that, That's all you really, for me, this latest bout of censorship is all you need to look at because before yeah. you could just say, oh, well, you know, they're just like everyone else who thinks us conspiracy theorists are crazy and they're trying to protect humans from these wrong theories or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I can buy into that enough to understand it. But when you have them censoring legitimate publications from something that is the most newsworthy story ever, which is a laptop with these kind yep. of leaks and this kind of shit contained in it, being stopped from being mainstream. And then still, even after they censor it, it's still not getting coverage. Well, like, either that or they're twisting it. I've seen yeah. I've seen mainstream media going, well, this has to be a Russian Russian disinformation yeah. campaign because like rah, 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 and this and that. And it's Why just like, would he just leave his laptop? Like, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so that for me is all the proof I need that the shit, that is that exists in the closets of your Soros, your Rockefellers, and the people that control the central banking system, that control these media fucking conglomerates, that it, it must be far more sinister than oh, yeah. just corruption and money because otherwise they would just fucking rat on each other. You yeah, know what exactly I mean? Like right. it would yeah. just be an it would be a every man for himself scenario. But yeah. instead you've got all of them looking after each other in something that is gonna end up fucking biting them all in the ass. And yeah. I for one, cannot fucking wait until it happens. Well, see, that's the thing, man. Like, at the end of the day, like, like we were saying a second ago, we were like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't affect my life. So, like, why, why would I look into it? 
See, the thing is, is like even even from back with things from Nikola Tesla, like inventions of his that should have already been well and widely implemented into this world, like free energy and no longer relying on fossil fuels and um, the Rife machine, you know, the machine that uses light and electromagnetic waves to vibrate cancers and diseases out of existence, all this stuff which is you can you can find fucking information on has been purposely suppressed. Hydrogen engines in the fucking early 1900s from Henry, Henry Ford. There is literally all this evidence of this stuff that has been bought out, compromised, suppressed, fucking hidden and all this stuff. And, and it's got to make you think, why? And then at the end of the day, you've got this fucking Babylonian money magic system or fucking I'll give you a piece of paper and you give me a piece of paper and, and fucking I'll give you a fridge. You know, it's like it's we, – we're, we're – we're, we're trying to expose this shit. We're trying to talk about this shit. We're trying to get people thinking about this shit because the world would be such a better place for everybody yeah. if this shit never happened or if this yeah. shit was taken, taken care of a long time ago. Yeah. I want the Ethiopian kid sitting in his village with a fly in his eyeball to have the same opportunities that I do. Yeah. I want him to experience the same love that I do. Yeah. And at the same time, I want to experience the same joys, the same love, the same passion that someone who owns a billion-dollar mansion and gets to fucking driving helicopters all day, every day. And we all should be able to experience a free, healthy and happy existence. Yeah. As I saw something that you were saying recently, we're, we're here for a finite amount of time and it's so little in the scheme of things. Why are we like entrenched in these ways of just sadness and fucking negativity and hate and like scarcity and fear and stuff like that? And it's people got to, got to understand it's because there is a group of people doing it to us. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that, like, you know, this this, this uh, absolute world of anxiety and depression and everything that we're experiencing at the moment is such a byproduct of this. We we work, like, our asses yeah. off. We struggle to fucking make ends meet. We're constantly stressing about the next bill that comes in or the next thing that's going to go wrong. That's not the way we should be living. Not at all. We should be in a situation where we can do everything comfortably. Yeah. We should be able to go and purchase and do things that we want. We have to work for it. But we all work the same amount that we do now, but we don't have the same fears and the same concerns. Yeah. The only time that you should be scared and fearful is if you're literally pouring the fucking negative and shit into the world, right? The people that um, literally contribute nothing then get nothing, right? That's yeah. that's a, a society that it should exist in that society way. Society should be like when you you love doing something, you're, the education system should be you love doing something. So in your case, you love fucking being funny. In my case, I like making music. It should be. There's people that like to be scientists. There's people that are fucking craving and desperate to go and find out the newest invention or the newest molecule or whatever. What, what it should be is from the youngest age, whatever you want to do, you should be aided down that path as fucking hard and as fast as it should be. And then as you grow up, in my case, if you want to be a musician, all you got to do to contribute to society is be is be the best musician and make the best music you can and then you get everything, like, for all the benefits of society given to you. If you want to be a scientist, you get all the scientists given to you. And people go, oh, well, what about all the shit jobs, you know? Like, no one wants to fucking pick up dog shit on the side of the road. That's why we've, that's why we've developed technology and robots to how far we have, man. Yeah. You know, like, and that's why, like, you know, I don't even doubt that there's probably, like, AI, like, actual human sentient AI out there already. It's just not obviously not shown to us. But I'm just I'm saying that, that that's why we – and if we lived in a system and in a world where 
you don't litter because you understand throwing that fucking Macca's cup out the, out the window kills a bird, then we just don't have that in the first place. So no one has to do the shitty job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Well, that's right. If Again, if we were all working less and doing whatever, we could be focusing more on how we do look after the world. And yep. we all play our part with a little bit of the shittier jobs yeah. um, to make sure that no one's actually just spending their life doing it. I'll spend, nine hour, I'll spend nine hours a week fucking digging through human feces if that means that I can spend the other 31 hours a week making music, talking talking on podcasts. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's, yeah. That's right. I'd go out and fucking do roads and build houses and shit yeah. like that in a community if it meant that there's not someone whose fucking bro back's broken and completely fucked. That's like, it, There's man. a much better way to do things. And there are yeah. some people that just like doing that. But, uh, again, we should be in a world that is so much more focused on how we can make it better for everyone rather than just how we can that's make it, it better for ourselves. Uh, for ourselves. And that's the only option we have at the moment. Yeah, and if everyone was doing what they love doing, like let's say if like, you know, if – uh, Jamie the scientist, she loves being a scientist. She's always wanted to be a scientist. In the perfect world, in the world that we, we, we should be living in, right, she's nurtured from, from the fucking smallest age to be a scientist. And now you think about this. Imagine if all the best scientists in the world were, were educated and trained, I guess, to be the best scientists in the world. All the best musicians in the world were educated and be to be the best musicians in the world and then they didn't have to worry about working a fucking nine to five to be able to like buy a fucking KFC twister box. They were they were able to excel. We would be so much further in every aspect of the world because everyone who wants to do what they want to do are able to and not have to work a fucking 40 hour week to survive. Mm. You know, like, and that, and that, and that's what it comes down when people are like, "Look, all this stuff doesn't affect me." Well, it doesn't affect you because you don't, you don't understand the scope of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, yeah, there's a reason why you're working sixty hours a week to barely fucking do yeah. what you need to do, and you're still struggling to fucking get that house deposit saved because things keep popping up and whatever else. Yeah, it's because there's a systemic problem of greed in the hierarchy of power that has made us get to a point where that's the like we have to literally be slaves to the dollar to be able to fucking survive. And, you know, the the price of everything just continues to go up while our wage is fucking stagnant. Stagnant, yep. Um, That's it. And, yeah, it, it, you you have to be in such this random slipstream of fucking luck and knowing people to be able yeah. to get into a position yep. where you're actually set for your life. Just um, the fact that 1% of the world controls over 50% of the money, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's Like, right. it just doesn't make, like, fucking sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it... You know, we're like the 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 wealth. I'm not like I'm not sitting here saying I have all the answers. You know, believe me, because like I don't. I definitely don't. I'm just a dude. You know what I mean? But like, I feel like that the world should be a meritocracy. We should have the the people at the top making the decisions. Right? Should be there for their merit. They shouldn't be there because their uncle's fucking Joe Biden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's you know, and if we and if we had a world that was based off of meritocracy, and we had a world where the, the general public and the people actually got a say. Like, we, we, don't, we don't sit here and feel like that we have even a say in what goes on in fucking the Adelaide local council. Yeah. Let alone what the fuck goes on in the Australian council. Well, this is the thing. A lot of people now, right, people have said to me before, like, oh, have you ever considered, like, you know, that you're well-spoken? Have you ever considered, like, politics or whatever? And I was like, fuck no, because the minute I get into that, I've just got a bunch of people trying to fucking turn me into their yep. little bitch for whatever they want yep. because that's the landscape at the moment. 
So that's the fact. And again, anyone who you, you don't even have to agree with any of the fucking conspiratorial shit we've said on this episode, you know what I said is true, right? What I just said then, you can listen to this and go, he's right that if he got into politics, there's going to be people trying to buy his that's lobbyist his <laughs> thing, right? So. That's what I don't want a world of. I don't want lobbyists to even exist. I want yeah. it to be, a, as you said, a meritocracy where we vote on and, and, and put into power a group of people that are there on their merits that we all then can understand and that they bring that there's none of this fucking classified whatever. There should be no such thing. No, everything no. should be freedom of information. Exactly where right. We can be aware of absolutely everything because we're not little. Yeah, like, yeah, all right, maybe you don't tell fucking children about or whatever thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. As, adults, there is no reason why there should be classifications on things. Exactly right, We Brady. should be able to be aware of everything that's happening and then only then are we going to not feel disenfranchised by the government yeah. in power because we're going to know that there's a completely free-flowing conversation about everything. We're not only getting one slice of the pie, we're having a bite out of the whole fucking thing. That's and it. so then when they bring a decision to us, hey, we need to do this for the, for the benefit of society, we're going to all go, yep, we fucking Sweet. believe you because you've given us every bit of working out that got you to that point. Yeah. You've guided us through this journey with you and we all now feel confident and that is the best way forward. And exactly. then if it doesn't go well, we know you're going to fucking repeal it and we're going to look at another just, thing. Yeah, exactly right. It's that, it's that trial and error. It's like, you know, so like we've got the meritocracy. We've got the people that have the wisdom, that have the knowledge, that have the skill, that have the determination to lead, yeah. right? These people then make decisions and it is always, always cast back to the general population, to the people, right? So if they go, hey, we want to fucking open up a, 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 Afri a South African fucking fund where we help to build these villages up to where they deserve to be, yeah. right? This is how we're going to do it, right? We're in a fucking age where social media, like everybody can talk to everybody and anyone, mate. So like if they're, it would be like, all right, we, so let's say this is, this is true. They've got that. They could have a fucking Zoom meeting where fucking everyone and anyone who wants to take part in this vote, they fucking go, this is what we want to do. If you're keen for this, right, you fucking press Y on your keyboard, right? And then when they reach a certain threshold, that means, cool, we can go forward because there's always going to be people that disagree, I guess. But yep. we, once you can get a majority threshold, then you can go, all right, cool. And then if it doesn't work, you can then take the best of that and you go from there. At the moment, we're not working like that. No. We're, we're, it, we're, we're, it's, it's fucking people that are getting bought into the political world and into power because they have money or because they who they know and then they're making decisions based on who they know and what will get them money. Yeah. And that's so, been the way forever. Like before even in the current thing, it's just been someone getting into power and there's then their son taking over. I mean, look at fucking, you know, you've got your George Bush senior and you got your yeah. George George W. Bush. Like it's that's the that is a perfect example of the way that it has ran forever. And that's not the way it should run. Yeah. Because they are not you've just got a bunch of old cunts making policy decisions for for people that don't even aren't even in the same realm or spectrum as them at all. That's it. Um, it's there's such a disparity. Yeah. Um, so look, I think that the the bringing this full circle as we wrap it up. If you're ever listening to these conspiracy things and you're thinking like, what is the end game? Why? How does it affect me? Hopefully, that gives you a bit of a better understanding about yeah. how these things do affect the common man. Definitely. You know that wage that you feel is a little bit on the light side that you fucking bust your ass for, and your your back's already fucked, and your arms fucked, and your wrist is fucked, and you've got another fifty years of this. Well, that's because of these structures and everything in place yep. that have made you not have the support or not have the extra hands on site so that you're not doing the majority of the work yourself and having to work every single Saturday so your body never gets to properly rest. That's yep. because of these structures. You should be able to work 
the just the minimum amount of hours that your body can handle and recover and everything and know that you're afforded the right benefits and everything for the work that you do so that you can do it until you're 50-ish or whatever and then you've actually got enough money that you can fucking retire. That's we it, shouldn't bro. be working until we're dead. No, we fucking um, shouldn't, man. There, there's just so many better ways for it to be done. And so when you're going... Oh, well, that's just the way it is. It doesn't have to be. No, there is a no, much better wealth distribution and uh, tax plan and yeah. better th way that we can do this all, um, so that we can make sure that that everyone from the fucking street sweeper right up until the fucking CEO of Facebook and whatever else are all abiding by a set of rules that makes it fair and equal for everyone. Yeah. I don't know what it, exactly what you call it. No. I don't know what the fucking name is. No, it's but not it's socialism. It's not fucking capitalism. It's none it's, of those it's things. It's none of those They're things. They're all fucking retarded. Like, yeah. you know, we, but there's something that we could develop that allows it to be much better than what yep. it is now. Yep. And we're not going to even begin to scratch the surface of what that is while we still have the current power structures in play. Yeah. The reason why we get behind Trump to some degree is because the signs that he's shown about, I don't want to be in wars. I want my people to be safe. I want my people to be happy. I want them to have access to healthcare. I want them to have access to, to cheap, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals. I want there to be industry. I want them to be able to go out and get a job. That is, is exactly the fucking principles that would be supported by the things that we just talked about. That's exactly and maybe right. he's not the man that's going to usher in this utopia that we just talked about, but when you're talking about those key points, about industry, about employment, about, uh, you know, health, money, in, back in your pocket, health, yeah. they're all the, the core values that I would want of a society that we move into in the future that doesn't exist right now. That's exactly right. Um, so something that's At the end of the day, something that's fucking fair, dude, that's all that matters. You know, I'm not sitting here saying that I want a fucking million dollars or I want a billion dollars. I mean, a million dollars would be nice, but yeah. like, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you still want to be able to have a society where people work for what they get yeah. because you don't want to be giving the someone who's out there trawling concrete the, the exact same amount as someone who's literally sitting on the couch ripping bugs. No. You know what I mean? But, but that being said, you should be able to have a, a support structure where the dude sitting on the couch ripping bugs, he, he has a passion or she has a passion. She might want to be a fucking, I don't know, like a, I don't know, a cook. She might want to be a chef, but because she's just so ingrained in like, oh, the, the side is kicking me down. I can't ever get on top. She never gets the opportunity. And I feel like if we did have this right society, we wouldn't have people wanting to do nothing. Well, bro, I, you know I, I mean? was on Job Network for like one very small period of time. And I saw how ridiculously fucking shit that whole structure is. Yeah. So, you know, you've got these people that are at home just ripping bugs and whatever because these fucking job network places literally, like, are just there as glorified admin people that just, oh, yeah, you filled out your fucking job sheet thing, cool, I'll give you another week worth of Centrelink, and then when you don't rock up for your appointment, I'll cut you off. Like, they're not there to actually fucking help you. Fuck no, they're not. Um, Fuck no, they're, they're not, There's man. a couple of good gems. I'm not saying they're all bad, but I, I've been in the system enough myself to go... Yeah, me too. She asked me to bring my resume in. She took one look at my resume, and she's like oh yeah that's pretty good cool no worries yeah and like no there's no like hey you know what's the ledger to this moment what can we do to fucking assist you like i know of plenty of my friends that have just hated having to go in there because it's the only way they can keep the money coming in and they're actually doing all the hard work themselves and they wonder how these people are even employed to to potentially assist them so yeah it that again just stems from a, a much bigger systemic problem um that i think you know th there's just a better way to do Mate, there's definitely, most definitely a better way to do it. That's, uh, and that's what it comes to. 
I think before we before we wrap it up, because it's been a fiery one and it's been fucking excellent. There's a thing we've got here about the the family court. Yeah. Should, yeah. should we touch on this a little bit? Yeah, I just wanted to quickly um, bring it up, and I think it's probably a good thing. You know, we're just talking about how this world is is so fucking yeah segue well. and um you know the the depression and and anxiety and and just absolute fucking life sucking life force sucking energy that exists in this world right now and some examples of that have have um come up very recently it, it pretty much went viral instantaneously a former footballer darren jolly putting the post out about how he hasn't seen his girls for for 14 months he put a photo up of, of him with his daughters and a, and a pretty long rant about how you know his daughters have been turned against him and how you know he tried to drop a cake off for one of his daughters as he's trying to find a way to show them that what they're being told is not real and that he loves them and that he wants to be there because the the mum has has by the sounds of it again we don't know both sides of the story but just taking purely what we see from this post that you know the girls in the photo clearly visibly happy you know loving uh family at that moment in time um and now you know thinking that he's he's literal you know, devil incarnate for whatever reason and that he went to try and drop a birthday cake off as like some sort of symbolism that the girl might go, well, why would he do that if he didn't like me? And the the woman ends up using that as a as a way to like, you know, that he's breached the AVO that she's yeah. put out on him. Yeah. Um, and again, maybe there's more to it, but that is the kind of scenario that we know exists by the fucking thousand. Yeah. Um, we see talked, it all the time, man. We've talked about this uh, a few times. Um, the Page SA Brothers, who's got about 60,000, 70,000 South Australian blokes on there. And that is a recurring theme. Yep. Now, scumbag dads exist. So, scumbag, scumbag those, mums and dads exist. Yeah. So, you know, out of that, let's say 100 of those examples I've seen being an SA Brothers. Even if 50 of those, even if 50% of those are legitimate and that that is a dad who's done nothing wrong and that the wife is just jaded and, and cutting him out and stopping him, that is so fucking heartbreaking. Even if 20, that's heartbreaking. Dude, right? it, it, it really is, man. It the, really is. And because scumbag dads do exist, the other side of it that breaks my heart is that there are so many mums that would kill for a dad that wants to be there. Fucking oath there is. So when you've got this problem of mums that are struggling and they would love the support of a dad and, and that the kid needs the support of a dad yeah. and they can't get it because there is a fucking scumbag dad and then you've got a loving dad and a scumbag mum who's preventing the dad from being involved. You're creating two, like, massive fucking issues. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when we've talked about in one of our mindset um, ones before about the, the suicide rates in males and, and whatever else. And so I saw that Darren Jolly one and then I just saw another one today, another a person, uh, not a great friend of mine but an acquaintance um, saying, you know, he hasn't seen his girls in, in five and a half weeks and, oh, he's seen his girl um, and that he loves her and that he just he's he's suffering so much without being able to give her a cuddle and, and put her to sleep and all this stuff like yeah um and you know from all accounts uh, again from the oh, I'm close with people that he's close with a great dude a fucking absolute stand-up guy um and it's just so heartbreaking to see that kind of thing happening so often and I just think it's something that I wanted to bring up because I know that that post, the, the Darren Jolly one, really resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, um, yeah it did. got a lot of feedback. I posted on the Wormholes page. Um, look, if anyone who's listening to this is in this situation or has been in that situation, um, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to to course, um, hear about it. And, and, you know, if you want to share your story, we're more than happy to be that platform for it or if you just want to talk about it because you now know that there's a couple of people who – uh, wanting to shine a light on it and, and you'd like to reach out. 
Um, please do, as we've said with any of these things. You know, yeah, that's this it, isn't just about us beating our dicks on microphones and and trying to be you know fucking the males who think we have all the answers. We don't. Um, Most definitely we, not. We started this podcast not. to um, to be a platform for everything. You know, we want to talk about conspiracies. We want to talk about music. We want yeah. to talk about comedy. We want to have interesting guests on. Um, you know, you look at the contrast between the episode last week with Rudes where it was just absolute fucking waffle pandemonium. And then you look at this episode, this is exactly both ends of the spectrum that we See wanted it, to bring you from yeah. day one. Um, and we're going to keep, we're going to go back to the, to another mental health one in the future. We want to try and look at getting some people in, in the, like that actually work in the fields on as guests uh, in that, in the future, we reached out to the next step guys uh, that, that Steph led us to, and they're keen to get involved at some point in time. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's so important that we are a platform for all voices and that we want, this is again where it comes down to this whole, you know, free speech and censorship and everything else. You have to be willing to talk about everything. Yeah, you man. Know, there's, yep. there's no benefit in us um, just being one side of the thing. Yes, we might sound slightly one-sided on certain topics or whatever, but we're trying to bring you evidence to support why we're on that. Yeah, exactly but that, right. But we also want it to be known that it's equally important that everyone knows the other side or is aware or can find the other side because you have to make your own decision. 100%. You know, yeah, you exactly right. You shouldn't listen to us and go, oh, that's all there is to know because we could be fucking wrong. Oh, the, we could um, be wrong about every single thing we say for yeah. all we know. I mean, like, I, I really hope we're not. But, like, we could be. Yeah. You know? And that's it. As long as we entertain that and we're aware that that's a possibility, then we're bringing open conversations. Yeah. We're not sitting here and going, this all this is all there is and that's all there is to it. And if you possibly go against us, then you're a fucking this and that or whatever yeah. else. There's no benefit in doing that. Um, so I just want to say thank you again. This, yeah. We've almost hit up the one, the big 1K. I can't believe um, that we started this in fucking, what are we, 28th of October. So we started this in... July was it or June? J whatever. Yeah. Less than six months. Yeah. Four, four, five months, and we're we're up to one k. Yeah. You know that's pretty cool, man. Like and I, I like thank you, thank you to people to, that are actually getting around it. And yeah, we're getting consistent listeners. We're getting new listeners. We're bringing new people on board. The the Facebook page is starting to get quite good engagement on the stuff we're sharing, um, and we only want to to get bigger and better. Yeah. Obviously, the guest thing has been such a cool addition. Yeah, I can't um, wait to get some feedback. to get some more angles. Like, like you were saying before, we're gonna get some we're gonna get some girls on here because we haven't actually had a female in yep. here to um to vary it up a little bit from our fucking manly man voices. Yeah, because we've got such a cool group of like core yeah. girl listeners that have been smashing this from day one, and so um you know we want to make sure that we're getting. A little bit of femininity fem in Yeah, a well. bit of fucking feminine energy in here. Yeah, that's right. But it's right. just like, um, look, at the end of the day, with everything going on in the world at the moment and all the uncertainty and all this darkness being being uh, like brought to light and the veil being you know, like lifted off a lot of things and the truth coming out, what what we what we try and what I always try and say, and I know you say the same thing, is like just, just fucking extrude love, man. Just keep giving out. Just keep trying to live your best life. That's all you can yeah. do. And, you right. you know, I'm a very big believer in that there is this, this, you know, we've talked about this a little bit before, but, you know, I just try to pour. Even, like, I've felt a bit kind of off the last few days. And even Erica said, like, because I've had, I've been off work and, yeah, I've just kind of been a bit frazzled. And it's yeah. like I've, um, and maybe it's just because we've had a few big weekends in the yeah, last few yeah. things. And maybe um, I'm just, uh, you know, um, a little bit, 
destroyed from that. I was I kind of slacked off a little bit with with how well I was doing with the you know the healthy stuff just because I've been so busy. Yeah, I've had heaps of gigs. We had Rookie's first show. And yeah, I had my big uh, Bridgeway show, and I've got two coming up in yeah, the next the week footy. and a half as well. Um, so. And, yeah, like she kind of just was like, you've just been a bit like, you know, agitated or whatever. And, you know, I just had to kind of lay down for a second today before I got up and had dinner and came here. And I was just like, just did that classic like recenter, Like, what the fuck are you doing again? Just that, I, I, you know, I have this set of things where I'm always just like, you've got a fucking short time on this earth. And I always come to that. That's the yeah. big thing I always tell myself. That's I'm just it, like, man. What are you doing? What are you doing fucking? If she's thinking that you're doing that, then clearly you feel in some certain way because you know that that's not you. Then I start to think about, yeah, maybe I was being a little bit. And then I'm like, dude, fucking snap the fuck out of it. Like, what are you not doing? Why are you not just constantly doing what you're best at, which is just exuding fucking love, exuding that positive energy, sort your fucking shit and let's get back to- But everyone's going to go through those times, you know? But that's why I wanted to bring that is because, you know, even in me and someone who prides myself on that can have those moments. And with everything in such a fucking tumultuous place at the moment, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, But just try and- ingrain those core things into yourself to try and snap yourself back out of it. That's um, it. And if you're ever, you know, feeling completely defeated or whatever, speak out about it, reach out about it, talk yeah, out about it. Yeah, do not be afraid. Um, because we're seeing it. We're seeing the benefits of it happen daily. That, yeah. You know, that guy putting that post up the other day and the outpouring of support, people are wanting to have these conversations. Saved, people are ready to um, – Yeah, well, again, he, he was found safe and that might have been because of the way everyone reacted. He might have been driving away to go and go, all right, this is it for me. This is where I leave this earth, right? And then his phone's gone, and then fucking he's gone, well, hold a minute. People do care. And that's the thing. Like, you know, we might get a dude messages after he hears this and he goes, yeah, like, I haven't seen my son in fucking six months. And then, like, I don't, like, we're going to be, all we can do is offer our fucking, you know, love and support. But, like, you never know. It might be what saves someone. Well, I know Todd, who listened to this episode, who's messaged us after every single episode. I don't know the finite details, but I know that he went through a big battle um, with his daughter um, through through a partner that, you know, I think they got pregnant quite young and then they ended up splitting up and he went through absolute hell and he's mentioned it in a chat to us before. So he's exactly the kind of person that's going to listen to this. Yeah. So we've gone on touch on this again and appreciate that we're bringing this up and that we're, we're, we're shedding light on these kinds of things um, because there's just not enough. Um, it's better. It's getting better. And yeah. the fact that we're conscious about, you know, I came here and I said, hey, the plan was always the Biden, the this and that. And yeah. I said, I want to throw this on the end of tonight's episode yeah. because I think it's yeah. important. The fact that we are conscious enough to look at that post, to see the impact that it had, to to re- have something resonate with us and then bring it here to you and that then people like Todd are going to listen to it and appreciate it. And as you said, someone else might reach out and go, hey, uh, thanks for talking about it. You know, I, I, I fucking spent 30 grand winning yeah. it, trying to fight a losing battle. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's I, I know of a of a, another story that from years ago where like this, I knew the girl and she was batshit crazy. I used to work yeah. with her. Yeah. Like I remember she was crazy to the level of like um, he had work at five o'clock in the morning. They'd hung out all night. He's like, I've got to go drop you home. He's like, I've got to get some sleep before work. He's sitting out the front of her house trying to say, look, i got to go. Like I need to go home and sleep. And she just didn't want to go inside. And then when he finally kind of was like, back, like I've got to go, yeah. she kicked his fucking windscreen out, <sighs> right? Yeah. And then they ended up, you know, having a kid together and then she ran off to, to Queensland and as soon as she got to Queensland, 
called the police and said he beat the fuck out of me, he did all of these things Jeez or whatever else. Christ. And then he had to spend like the majority of his fucking any free cent that he had over the next 10 years battling. And then he finally um it was only maybe in the last year. So this is I worked with him in Hungry Jacks. Yeah. He the woman the girl was pregnant and gave birth to him while we were still working at Hungry Jacks. Yeah. This is 2009. Fuck. And it was only in the last maybe 18 months yeah. that he put a post up saying, oh, I've finally won and got custody of my Jesus daughter. Jesus Christ. So 10 years of a battle. Imagine the thousands of dollars spent and all because It's not the money, man. It's the fucking time and, the, and, and the, the fucking pain. And the, what pain. the kid's been put yeah. through in that time. Um, you know, and, and it's just unbelievable to think of that that scenario there exists by the thousand. Oh, yeah. Um, it's fucking ridiculous, eh? Because, you know, the mums do get the benefit of the doubt. And I, I appreciate that to a certain degree. But when all they have to do is spin a lie such as that one and go, oh, he was abusive. Look, you got, yeah. Um, see, that's the thing. That's where a lot of like, you know, it comes in this fine line. It's like, yes, you've got to believe when someone says there's a problem. But at the same time, you can't just believe everything, yeah. you know? And, and, and it's just like, all right, well, well, Ryan, what's what's the answer? I, I, I don't know. I can't sit here and say I know the answer to and look, that. I don't want anyone who's listening to this who's a female who's gone through an abusive relationship and then had someone fight her for custody of a kid that should have... And I know that those exist. Oh, of course, So yeah. I don't want anyone to think that I'm downplaying that. We're not picking sides. No, it's no, not no, about no, no, that. No. It's just that there is... The, the post the other day was shining a light yeah. on that particular scenario yeah. that I know exists. Uh, by the thousand and that that's the heartbreaking thing is that when you've got genuine people trying to get genuine access to people who deserve to have it because they've done nothing wrong and it's being prevented that's heartbreaking because yeah, the man. kids it's a bit that's the thing it's a, the kids deserve to have both parents yeah. there caring and whatever else it should be about the kids man nothing excites me more than seeing co-parents like exist well man. yeah man where you see photos of like you know Mum, dad, stepmum, stepdad, all together at the kids' Christmas concert. Yeah, fucking love that shit. Dude, yeah, because man. it's not impossible. Yeah, um, and that if we just fucking delete our egos and and remove all of that bullshit, childish fucking desire to win and to be right away from it, and and look at what the kid would need and what the kid wants only, we should always be our focus as parents. You know, yeah. me and Erica, every time we see these, I'm just like, I don't like. She would literally have to try and kill me in my sleep for me to want to try and make things difficult for women. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that's it. Like it would have to be something so like uh, I, there's never going to be anything that's going to want to make me um, try and turn him against the girl that he loves more than anything yeah, in the world. Yeah, exactly right, you know? Um I guess it's just something we can't comprehend because we're not that those kind of people, no, bro. that's exactly right. So. But again, thanks everyone for yeah. listening. Um, it's been a fucking awesome episode. I'm already excited to listen to it. That's the yeah, cool thing, man. Every oath, week. Man. We get to this point and I'm like, I've forgotten what the fuck I said at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, edit this fucking shit up because I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. I think that when it gets to the point where we finish recording and I'm like, no one, no one, oh, no one needs to listen to this. That's probably when it's time to pack it in. But look, right yeah, now, if, it, if, it, if it ever gets to that point, then we might, I think both of us will look, look, if look we just at the fucking- crying as we hit the like stop button. And <laughs> yeah. Just like, dude, no, no one's. <laughs> No one's even no listening, one's listening anymore. <laughs> and if they are, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be, yeah, yeah. Um, when it gets to that point. I really hope it does. This bro. excitement, bro, that I feel like the the build up. When we had to delay this episode, which I'm so glad we did. Yeah, me too, right man. At this perfect me too, moment. Me too, bro. Now and we got um, and we got roots in, which is yeah. which was fucking excellent. But so. that this build up to this episode and even yeah. the build up, we were so excited about having roots on, and it was awesome. We got great feedback about him yeah. coming on. Um, and, you know, someone binged from Rookie through to the Roods one today and they were talking to me about how 
Um, they love the the dynamic of having a guest on and how yeah. you know it doesn't change the flow too much, but it just adds another yeah. um, element to it. You know, and it might be different when we get because like you know, Rude's being very like himself and confident in himself, and that's so good. We might get a guest that's very like shy and reserved. Right, but like you know, it, I don't think it'll ever change the dynamic. It'll no. just play into it in a different way. Yeah, it'll be up for us to kind of foster that yeah. conversation and um, whatever else. So yeah, it's exciting times down at the Wormholes HQ, and we're not too far away. Um, I reckon in the next couple of weeks we'll, we'll have an announcement as well, mm. which will be good. Which will be fucking excellent. Yeah. So um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Take have care. A-